But fuck, definitely athletes. Okay. With a condom. <laughs> without without yes. a doubt. Use two and a dental dam. Yeah. Uh, like wear a whole like suit. Hazmat yeah. suit. Yeah. yeah. Like you're an Orthodox Jew, just like cut a hole in the hazmat suit. Yeah. Slip a dental dam yeah. in it and a condom. Hi guys. Hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back. And welcome back to New York for us. Welcome to New York. What song is that? It's been waiting for you, Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we get started. More singing in 2019 for me. Get excited. And more ads in this podcast for me. (laughs) So before we get started, I'd like to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80. Eight zero. 80. Damn. Eight zero. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We also want to say thanks to Buffy for supporting Girls Gotta Eat for $20 off your Buffy comforter, our favorite thing. Visit Buffy.co, that is C-O, not .com, .co, and enter promo code G-G-E at Buffy.co. Finally, some makeup. Thanks to Hourglass Cosmetics for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Discover Hourglass like we did and experience unparalleled next generation performance by visiting hourglasscosmetics.com slash GGE and use the promo code GGE to get free shipping with your purchase of a full-size caution mascara. Yes. All right. What are we talking about today? We have a guest. Um, her name is Violet Benson. She has the Instagram account Daddy Issues. Cool. So we're going to be getting into it. Um, we recorded with her when we were in LA. So I'm excited to have her on the show. Yeah. So just full disclosure, we are back in New York in my apartment recording and we recorded with Violet in LA. So we're going to do this intro and recap our trip and all that kind of stuff. And then we're just going to shoot over to the interview. But we recorded that interview in the dream hotel, which I still miss. We stayed in, we were actually really fortunate to stay in two hotels while we were away. So we split our stay between two places. We stayed at the W in Beverly Hills and then we stayed at the dream hotel um, in In Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, Both of them were amazing. Actually, the whole hotel was beautiful. The food was incredible at both of them. Oh my Um, God. The pool at both of them was incredible. Right. Like we are so... I forget that regular fancy hotels just have pools and beautiful courtyards in New York. You're just like, yeah, I mean, have fun with a million dollar a night hotel to get a pool. Like every, they were both so stunning. And they, the smell, the smell in those hotels and the, <sighs> the design. Smell, I mean, the dream hotel, I mean, both of them, but they just, there was like sunshine and <laughs> like, oh, free croissants at the dream. I walked downstairs one morning. I was like, I saw a case of croissants. I was like, are these free? They were just free. What? Just sitting out there. They were so nice. You had coffee on the rooftop deck every morning while I slept in. <laughs> I hope I'm like a good person to share a hotel room with. I feel like I get up at like seven and sneak out really stealthily so you can sleep. Well, and that, so in the W, that was a nice, we had to suite. So it was like a totally separate living area with the couch and everything. So that was perfect. The W bed, the W bed is the best bed. I mean, oh my God. Both of them are They were both great, but like I live for a W bed and then the dream hotel. I mean, there's a reason why they get to call it that. 
So check out both of those hotels if you guys are in LA or really all over the country. But um, we really love staying there. It made our stay really convenient. They're both really conveniently located. We didn't know we were doing hotel plugs, but these are not even plugs. They're just like, <laughs> this made our lives. But the rest of the trip in LA was great. We did two shows at the Hollywood Improv. Um, we love that venue. Obviously, like such a classic comedy venue. Emma Willman, who was on our show, uh, was part of both of our shows there. Yes. Uh, great crowd, great staff. Just yeah, the most it. beautiful crowd. I mean, we all you guys are beautiful, but I mean, you know, LA is a thing. Like we looked out in the crowd, we we're like, uh, oh, what? What was <laughs> happening? Should you guys be up here giving out dating advice? They confirm that dating's terrible in LA, just big, like everywhere else. Big shock. Dating is terrible everywhere. Well, my <laughs> my dating life in LA is great. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little about we'll your dating to, life oh, in LA? Hold on, we we'll get to get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to that. Now. But I just I do still want to also like like you mentioned Emma, and I just wanted to say again how great she was. She opened both the shows and it came out with us and did a segment with us on stage and hung out with us in the green room. And I just love her so much. I love her too. Yeah. And just um just a little PSA, guys, about um, ticketing. All of our shows are available on our website. It's girlsgotteatpodcast.com. There's links to every single ticket there. If it's sold out, I promise you we will write that it's sold out. We announce everything on social media. Um, yes. Please don't DM us asking us what time the, the show starts. <laughs> right. I can't tell you how many people DM'd us like while we were getting ready for the show. Asked, what time does the show start? Like I'm not doing anything else while this happens. That's all we have to do. Um, so just call the venue if you guys have questions about additional tickets, resale tickets. Yes. Times. Can't stress this enough. Do not DM me about... <laughs> what time does the show start? <laughs> um, yes. And uh, we do get a lot of... And this is fine. This is This doesn't bother me but we just want to let you guys know like we've gotten a couple dms like when we heard you guys mention tampa when is it we heard you guys mention toronto when is it every ticket like every single show will be on our website the second it's on sale so reina literally gets it queued up to go up on the website before the venue even has the tickets live so that is the number one place to go we're not saying that it's going to be announced there first we usually announce on social media or we announce on the podcast but as far as if you're wondering if there's a tampa show for example for sale that's where you go Podcast. just a little teaser guys uh on February 4th, next week, day after the Super Bowl, we are announcing five more cities. So <gasps> get ready. Five more cities. Oh my God. I can't. So take your guesses. But don't, don't DM, DM us. us. <laughs> but we are, these are cities that we have been so excited to go to and we're doing it. We're yeah. going. So promise you those will be live on our website on February 4th. We're going to announce on the podcast. So get your credit cards ready, people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited. All right. So I want to lead you back to what happened in LA because okay. um, apparently dating for other people is terrible in LA, but not for you. <laughs> I know. Um, I got right off the plane and we landed. We're in the Uber to the hotel and Raina was like, so what are you thinking? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go meet this guy if I want to come. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? You you have a date? I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can come. She's like, I'm not going to fucking go. You can come. I hate when people are like, I have this plan with this guy. You can come. You can come. <laughs> so, we're not like on like a girl's trip. So like, I don't care. Right. Yeah. Like this is a work trip. I mean, right. And I hang out every second of every day, but so this wasn't like her and I planned a vacation together and I just ditched her for this guy. Also, I said, you can come, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into this, but you know, you know what? This is your life. You give as much information as you want. Yeah. I think people now want to know. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I knew this guy from before we had like from, internet stuff. I don't know how, whatever. I don't need to give too many details. And we hadn't met in person. And so, yeah, I, I met up with this guy and we hung out 
every day of the trip. <laughs> He's great. He came to the show. I he came to the show. I really like him. He was a good sport. He, he amazingly good sport. Yeah, we and made great arms. We made <laughs> good, good sport. Great sports arms. <laughs> well, Emma met him, and she goes. Do you, did, did you hear this? So Emma met him, obviously, because this was really fun, too, guys. We did, like, a 7 p.m. and an 8 p.m. show with the Hollywood Improv and, like, two separate nights. And then afterwards, there's, like, a 9.30 show. So we stayed for them. We saw Whitney Cummings and Chris D'Elia and all these people. So it was really fun. And Emma, we all hung out after the shows. But, um, yeah, and so he came to meet me after one of the shows, and he also came to the other show. And Emma goes, man, I've got to start working out again. Like, did you hear her say <laughs> no. that? Like, she saw him and she goes, he's inspired me to start working out. If that gives you guys any in- indication. But yeah, I'm not going to say too much. But yeah, I mean, we're in touch. He's stay, gr- stay tuned for he's, engagement announcement 2019. Stop, shut up. <laughs> Actually never hears from him again. <laughs> Just to be clear, I said it. She didn't. Yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> but yeah, you met him. You liked him. He's he's approved. Yeah, he's great. He's I great. actually really liked hanging out with him a lot. Yeah. Anyways, um, I great. also, <laughs> I continued my tradition of being <laughs> super attracted to fucking comedians. Oh so, my God. Ashley and I are at this comedy show. This guy goes up on stage and he's so cute. And he's very funny. And like a few minutes later, I just disappeared. Ashley's like, where did she go? I <laughs> saw this guy get off stage and you I like, ran- I bolted across the comp, the venue just to follow him down the hallway to like say what's up. I know we're, we're watching the show and I was so pissed because I wanted you to see Chris because he was like on fire. He was so funny. Which is why we stayed that Why night. we stayed, yeah. You were nowhere to be found. You're, and I say to the guy I'm with, I'm like, where the fuck is Rain? I'm like, I'm so fucking pissed right now. And he was like, I think she left. I'm like, her bag is right here and I'm pissed. I'm like, where is she? Of course you come back, that smirk on your face. I'm like, where have you been? You're like, I was talking to some guy. I'm like, I knew it. I knew it was the comedian that just got off stage before. <laughs> got his phone number. We've been texting. It's fine. I, he texted you. Yeah. Like to follow up the next day. Yes, he did. He's, God, he's definitely a sociopath. <laughs> he can't be that hot and funny. funny. And he even said, he was like, I know I look like a frat dude. Like, I'm like, this is, here we go. This is Raina's type. Not, not only do you look like a frat dude, but it's also a comedian. I'm like, this is your kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Stay tuned for the destruction of Raina Greenberg. But, and then just another funny thing I thought was very funny that a guy, we talked about this guy. I remember, I don't remember up to which episode, but you talked about a guy that took you on a tour of all the worst places in New York. Remember? Oh my God, this was a really long time yeah, ago. Yeah, this was a really long time ago. I'm trying to remember what ago. I was wearing, but I think it was a coat. So I think it was like last winter. Yeah, I think it was very, or like in, yeah, early on in the podcast. So this guy, like I went on this like all night date with, we made out. I wasn't like super interested. It was whatever. I mean, yeah. He, He's sort of in my orbit because we should, we have a mutual friend, but he'll respond to my to my Instagram stories a lot and like I don't know, no interest in me really. So um, it's, I mean, it's whatever. We got to LA and the minute we got there, he's like responding to my stories. He's like, "What are you doing here? What's your plan? I want to see you. Let's hang out. This is what I'm doing tonight." Blah blah blah. All I did was say, "Great, we're gonna stay for the comedy show after our show. Why don't you come?" Yeah. I don't hear back from him for like six hours. And then he's like, I'm going to have dinner with my parents. I'll, I'll let you know what I'm up to. Never heard back from him. I had to go all the way to LA to get ghosted by a dude that was already ghosting me in New York City. <laughs> I was, I was very, very funny. I wanted it to work. He I was, was like, like, I just want to let you know that like I wasn't interested in you on the East Coast and I'm also not interested on the West Coast. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to fire up this communication just to dump you on both coasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so LA was great. I, was, I I'm gonna go back soon. I think I love LA. I told <laughs> you to stay. I 
know. My Dewey ruins everything. I had to get home to my dog. Um, I know. I was like, should I stay? You were like, yeah. Why would you go back to New York? It's fucking cold. We have like weeks off. Um, we came I back. We stayed. And then, but the day we got back, and we took the red eye. So we got back and it was actually the perfect weather to just do nothing. It was cold and rainy the day we got back and I just ordered food and like watched Netflix all day long. Yesterday was the best day of my life. It was yesterday, yeah. I never got out of my, my bed. What did you watch? Um, I've watched the Fire Festival documentary again on Hulu because I've already watched the Netflix one twice. Um, I watched the new episode of Crashing, which oh, is a yeah. show about comedy on HBO. It's great. You guys should check out. Um, oh yeah, I finished you, you on yeah. Netflix, um, which I which I liked a lot. Um, yeah, I started. I watched four episodes, and I was like, oh, it's just a little slow for me. It's slow. Also, if you've seen Gossip Girl, it's sort of the same thing with murder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. What else did I watch? That's what I'm watching now. Yeah. We both are just uh, obviously obsessed with the Fire Festival documentaries. I just watched the Netflix one yesterday. I was so excited to watch it. And then I watched some other stupid stuff. I watched um, two hours of Siesta Key on MTV. <laughs> Ashley's like, you know what? You is really, it's too high functioning for me. I really, I don't want to try to think about anything. I, if you guys don't watch this, I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> if you liked Laguna Beach, you'll love Siesta Key. It is just... I didn't realize it was back on. I was like scrolling through the guide. Like what else can I stay up and waste time watching? I was like, oh, Siesta Key is back. Season two. Oh my God. You know, I know you were really into it. This is the first morning I've ever woken up to not 17 memes from you and all of your thoughts. <laughs> I was busy. It's was the first time ever. I was busy watching Siesta Key. Um, well, I'm glad that we're back. We have a lot of tours coming up in February. Um, so we're going to Boston, Vancouver, and Chicago. You guys know, obviously some more dates being announced. We have some amazing guests lined up for February. Oh, I know. We I just think- went over all of our guests. We're so excited. Our guests just keep getting better and better. Um, But with that being said, I do, and Ashley also, we together in this room, um, (laughs) I do kind of just want to address some of the messages that we got about our last episode. Because we had Ari Shafir on, who's a comedian that we both like, and obviously touched on a lot of sensitive subjects. Um, Got a lot of messages about this one and just want to like address them. Yeah. Also, we got a ton of positive feedback about that episode, which I loved because it was different and it touched on these different things. We talked about drugs and all these different things. I've got an onslaught of DMs about whether or not I should do mushrooms rooms. But anyway, yeah, we did get not a ton, but we got a significant number of messages and emails or and whatever about the miscarriage joke that Ari made. Um, So I just wanted to address this from a comedy standpoint and not apologize for it because we don't apologize for jokes because we hope that you guys realize that this is a comedy podcast and that's why it's categorized under comedy and we make jokes and in our heart of hearts, we don't think miscarriage is funny. I don't think abortions are funny. I don't think 9-11's funny. We don't think the Holocaust is funny. Like all of these things are things that I and or other comedians make jokes about. You st- a ton. You watch any comedy special. Like comedy is built on sensitive subjects. And just because you make a joke about something doesn't mean that you think it's funny. Like my mom is in a miscarriage. Raina's mom's had three. Like we discussed. Like I've had friends I've sat and cried with that have lost kids, like lost their babies with a miscarriage or or whatever. And I've had friends that have had abortions and all these things. And it's like jokes are jokes, you know. And I I don't think Raina and I, neither of us are sitting here. T- saying completely mean inappropriate things and then being like oh like you can't take a joke it's a joke but it is a joke and that was a really funny clever joke that Ari said he's one of the greats and we laughed and it's not it doesn't take away from us being compassionate women that 
feel for any woman that's gone through anything like that. And it, it, it almost kind of bummed me out to like have people say, like how people think that, like how people think that because we laughed at a joke that was just all it was, was a joke that like we find that funny or take it lightly, you know? And, and so I just hope that people realize that at the end of the day, this is still a comedy podcast. We, we edit stuff out here and there that we think crosses the line. Don't get me wrong. You know, we try our best not to offend anybody, but we're always going to offend somebody. And I mean, think of how many times you hear somebody say, or you say, or whatever, you're like, oh, I want to kill myself. Like anybody that's had suicide in their friend family group is going to be upset to hear that. Like anytime you talk about being too skinny, someone with an eating disorder is going to get upset. Like somebody's always going to be triggered. And I think the miscarriage and the abortion stuff gets super triggering, but you, you guys got to understand that doesn't mean that we have any less compassion for somebody that's dealt with that. And it was a joke and we think you guys are awesome. We love you. Please don't be the people that walk out of a comedy club because you can't handle the joke. Like it's a joke, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, we're not, we're not going to bash every person that emails us. We're not so no, sensitive yeah. and we can't take it. And I just, I love all the stuff you said. And uh, we're not going to do a PSA every time we get an email about something Yeah, this like is this. once. Like, I want to say this yeah, once. And but, like, I don't have plans. I don't think I've ever made a miscarriage joke in my life. I don't have plans. I don't have any on the, on the roster, you know, but I make abortion jokes on stage. It's like, of course I've had, have a, I'm pro choice, but of course I have sympathy and compassion for any woman that's had to go through that. Like I, I make a nine 11 joke on stage. It's not that bad. I've heard so much worse from every male comedian I can even think of. And people it's like Pete Davidson's dad died in nine 11 and he makes jokes about all the time. And when he does a roast on comedy central, that's the first thing the other comedians bring up. Like it is comedy. And you know, I, I just don't want to be that person. That's a bad person, but then gets to lean on like, I'm a comedian and it's just jokes, but sometimes it is just jokes. Right. And we just, we know that you guys depend on us to like do the right thing. And so, I mean, I don't think that we did the wrong thing. So we're not apologizing. Yeah, but, I'm not going to apologize. Um, I just think that we wanted to address it. Like it is comedy. It's here to have fun. We have a lot of guests that come on that have really divisive opinions about things. Yeah. Um, we're super excited that so many people wrote in and said that they love that we had somebody yeah. like that on the show. And we, you guys know us by now, you know, like, you know how we feel, especially about anything that's hard for women, you know? So you know that we're not laughing at someone that's going through a miscarriage. Like, come on. Right. So I'm glad that you said that. And, I'm, you know, we talked a lot about do we address this and how to address this. So, I mean, I'm glad we did. I hope you guys feel good about it. I hope you'll continue yeah. to come back to the show. Okay. Yes. Um, so speaking we're, of, we're only going to do this once. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, just stop listening to the show. You don't have to email us. Just, it's like people on Instagram that comment. I'm like, they're like unfollowed. I'm like, you didn't have to tell me. Yeah, you can just leave. It's okay. No. You're like, I can't believe you promoted Applebee's unfollowed. It's yeah, you can just go. But we we do we love you guys and um, we appreciate all the positive feedback. And no one, you know, so we got some nasty comments, but for the most part, people were really thoughtful in their feedback, and we couldn't appreciate that too. But you know, you're always gonna trigger or offend somebody, and we can't censor ourselves like that. And if a comedian makes a funny joke and we laugh at it, like we're gonna leave it in. Yeah, for the most part, <laughs> never a rape joke or abuse joke. That's right. where, you're never yeah, gonna do that. That's where we. Travel. So you'll never hear that. Just just so we're clear, because to me and just to like just take this a little bit further. That's where, not draw the line, but I would never do that. I never make a rape joke. I don't laugh at them. I think that making light of rape makes men think that it's not a big deal and that consent isn't a big deal. So that's very different to me than like miscarriage or abortion or the Holocaust. You know, like it's just, it's not rape and abuse is not something I think it shouldn't be joked about because I think it is an epidemic and I think women joking about it and make light of it makes men think like, oh, this is no big deal. So just full disclosure, you'll never hear a rape joke on this podcast. You can quote us on that. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. I'm done. I'm done. I think that was great. I'm glad that you said that. So 
With that being said, now we're going to cut to our uh, interview with Violet for the yes, day. Yes, our interview at the Dream Hotel Thanks, in guys. 321. <laughs> All right, guys, we are so excited to introduce our guest for you today. She is an Instagram phenomenon uh, <laughs> with two businesses. So you definitely know her from Daddy Issues, 4 million followers, and Violet Benson. She's also an Instagram sensation on her own. Yes, did I, I post did I nail it? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> She's actually a person. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the studio. <laughs> oh, we're, we're here at the Dream. Oh, yeah, we're here at the Dream. We already Hotel. said that. We're watching a beautiful sunset. We are watching the sunset. How do you feel about just it? Three Violet? girls in a hotel room. It's so beautiful. Just three single, Thank lonely women in a yes. hotel room. No, I'm with my kidding. cucumbers because <laughs> right. I'm, I'm on a new diet. So, like, I'm on this new meal plan right now where they're trying to have me like eat a lot. Um, cause my problem like frequency, is, like all yes, during the day. And I haven't been able to keep up cause my problem is that during the day I'm, I'm really busy. So I don't eat as much. And at nighttime, I like to, I have this thing where I like to eat alone. So I'll sit on my bed and that's when I go through like two pints of ice cream and like mm-hmm. chicken wings and like pizza Same. or like anything. So I'm really sick. <laughs> and then I fall asleep. Like that's how I go to sleep. Oh my God. And fun fact, <laughs> shaming her. But you I guys, shame. no fun fact, sumo wrestlers. To train, eat before eat, and then take naps to gain weight, and so do I. <laughs> so same. So if daddy issues ever fall through, <laughs> but it, the funny thing is, yeah. I'm not training to be a sumo wrestler yet that you know of. But <laughs> apparently, we're doing the same thing. We're on the same diet, so I'm trying to like change it up now. <laughs> really annoying yeah i mean i'm not judging but yeah to eat a pint of ice cream and like 45 chicken wings and then just fall asleep isn't like the best diet but it's <laughs> but so it's, it's low carb here you are what? just it's with so your like you. right now i'm eating cucumbers cucumbers. cucumbers burn it's i forgot what it is but it's like a fat burning um um vegetable vegetable yeah so like it like helps you lose weight faster like like celery carrots um cucumbers okay yeah, I've been All like the boring ones, but is so, it just like so hard in LA to so like hard. walk around and just like I, I seriously like I feel so inadequate here. I thought in New York everyone's a model, but then when I talk to New York people, everyone says like no. In LA, it's like when I feel more self conscious because everyone's so like made up in LA. But in New York, I thought everyone's going to be a model on the street. I think what? everybody's very stripped down. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, like in New York, I don't know. It seems like people are just a little more natural. So yeah, there's all these models, like actual models. But as a whole, I don't know. People in LA are probably a little more just done with like yeah, surgeries like, and stuff. Oh yeah, but I don't have any. I mean, I have I have veneers. Okay, same so, girl. So is Rain. You guys are like the same oh, person. Really? Yeah. Oh okay, awesome. Yeah, I have veneers, <laughs> but I don't have I don't have anything done because my parents. Are like obsessed Won't with my face. I'm kidding. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I just turned. Kidding. I just turned thirty, so I feel like this. Are this, you thirty now? Yeah, I know. It's like I'm so pretty. You guys were like, "What?" I thought you were twelve, and it's like, no. I just got my period. <laughs> I'm thirty. I just turned thirty. <laughs> All right. Well, can you? I know you have to talk about this in every podcast, but can you just we'll give us a brief short. rundown of how you started Daddy Issues? I mean, the name, and then we actually want to talk yeah. a little bit about Daddy Issues. No, I would love to tell you about Daddy Issues. It's so crazy. No one has ever asked me about this. You guys would be. The I can't first. believe we're such pioneers. In an interview. We're so good. No one's ever asked. You guys look, can't we see my sarcasm. Look, I know you have to say this on every podcast, but we would be remiss if our listeners didn't get to hear it. So just. Do give us the quick and dirty. Okay, so um, the quick, um, what what is the American phrase? Synopsis. Like the, the quick and dirty. No, the um, like 
Brie, the version? No. What are we looking for The here? summary. The documentary no. series. <laughs> no. the, this is how it fucking happened. You know why let's I forgot? So let's just go. <laughs> Okay, so by the way, you're from Russia and you grew up in Israel. That's why you yes. said American phrases. Which oh is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I things. like. I grew up. I've been in America for like 15 years, but for some reason, I still use the immigrant card, and I'm always like, "Oh, I'm foreign. What's the word?" And everyone's like, "You stupid bitch is bread. Like you should know by now." And I'm like, "My bad." You know, sorry. Am I allowed to curse? Uh, yeah, oh, please, girl. Please. We cool. built this podcast on come talk and swearing. There oh, it is. Come okay. talk and swear. We haven't addressed come talk in a while. I just feel like we don't get to talk well, about okay, it Well, so okay, so daddy has daddy nothing issues. to do with come. Great. Like, that's not why I started it. Um, <laughs> basically, I used to be an accountant, and a lot of people are surprised by that, but that literally is American dream, is to come to America and to go to college, mm-hmm. get a master's degree, and to have a nine-to-five and be miserable. Like, my, my dad, like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. My dad literally taught my sister and I that that's, like, life. Like, you, to be an adult, you have a nine-to-five and you're miserable, but that's life. Like, grow up. So I graduated college when I was 20 because my dad made me. and sort of, Well, I was competing with my sister. So she graduated, double major, so I had to graduate, double major. Where'd you right. guys go? So my sister went to UC Irvine and I went to CSUN. <laughs> Completely different. I what mean, is that? CSUN, it's Cal State Northridge. So okay. she went to UC, but I don't mean to laugh. It's just like a, a school, to be honest, a lot of times you just go there if you don't want to go to like, if you don't want to apply and get rejected by other universities. Okay. And it was just, I don't know. I hated school. Okay. The point is I finished school at 20 and then my whole thing was like, okay, I'm going to be an accountant. First I wanted to be, go to law school. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to be an accountant. My sister went to law school. So I was taking my CPA exams and I was working at a public accounting firm. I was doing my best. My dream was to become a partner at this public accounting firm. A partner, for people who don't know, means the the boss, the, the top boss. Yeah. And in public accounting firms, it's it basically, it takes forever to get there. But that was my goal and that's what I wanted to do and I believed in that. So I would come into work at 6 a.m. or anytime before my boss would come in and I would leave work either 11 p.m. or 12 a.m. whenever after he left because that was my goal. And I found a few mentors and I was like, I'm going to be a partner. Unfortunately, some of the women in my team made my life kind of miserable. But again, like I don't blame them, to be honest. Like I'm so thankful for them because I think everyone has a path in their life. Yeah. And I think I strayed from my path because I was so wanting to make my father happy and to impress him. Um, yeah, I wanted to make my father happy and I, and I wanted him, I wanted my dad to think I'm smart. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why I was like, I'll be an accountant. Right. Because my sister's an attorney, my dad's a bioscience engineer, my mom's a Russian professor and I was like, I'll be an accountant. Well, and a lot of people just, at the <laughs> like if you really dig deep, you just want to make your dad proud or your parents proud, like in yeah. life. Like that's why a lot of people do what they do. Yeah. So it was just, it just made sense. And in high school, like I won a uh, class, cl- class clown, but I never was like, oh, if I'm weird and awkward, like I can make money off of this. <laughs> yeah. Were you like really silly or really funny or both? I was sarcastic and silly and funny. And I was like, always like the life of the party. And I was making jokes in school, but accounting, obviously it's way different in the yeah. office. Like I wasn't allowed to have a personality and I was constantly reviewed about that. But anyway, the women in my team slowly started making my life miserable because they said I wasn't a team player. They didn't like the fact that I was finding mentors above them as partners because partners are not allowed to work with junior accountants. And I was getting on projects with partners because I was building a relationship with them. Yeah. Okay. They made my life super miserable. Like they yelled, like one time one of them like yelled at me and told me I'm supposed to take it. I'm supposed to get bullied. And like, I need to shut the fuck up when they talk to me and I need to know better. And it was like- These were women that were much older than you or the same age? Older than me. Yeah. 
Because I was the youngest in the program of the team that I was in. So that was another thing that pissed them off. So they were like, they made comments about like, oh, I got this job because of my looks versus like my talents or anything like that. And and I, I was so sick of it because when I was growing up, I was being bullied for not being that cute. But And then when I was an accountant, as I was already growing into my looks. So now I was being bullied for being cute. Right. So it's kind of like I was so yeah. effing sick of constantly anyone noticing my looks because I felt like that... Like, wh- who the fuck cares? And I didn't even have social media at that point. So when I created Daddy Issues, A, I didn't put any thought into the name. I was just like, I grew up with Daddy Issues. I'm sure everyone has Daddy Issues. Girls in LA have a daddy who yeah. pays for their shit. So that's their own Daddy Issues. Well, like, the word is so widespread now. Now it's sexual. I mean, it's just is like the exactly. word alone. Daddy is just everywhere. You I know? didn't think anyone would even know about it. And it was anonymous. And the reason I made it anonymous was because um, A, I didn't want to show my face at all because I was so sick of everyone focusing on my looks, whether I'm ugly or cute, like shut up. I don't care. I want people to focus on my personality and B, those women in my team broke me down like so much. And I think like also I was, I was probably like so lost because I was like foreign growing up in America. So I was still finding myself, but like, I think in accounting, like they broke me down so much. So I think I was like, like lost and confused and... And yeah, like I didn't know who I was. So when I created the Instagram, it was more me figuring out who I am because I was so insecure. So the things that I was posting, it was things that I felt like really weird about. So it was easier to post it being anonymous. Uh But in the end, the craziest thing is that people like made me and like they have no idea. But when I created it, like I didn't know what I was making. So I had an obsessive personality where I was like, I was going on like fuck Jerry and the fat Jewish and I was going on people that they f- that follow them because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my competitors. They would like me too. And I would like pick pictures. That's, and, that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. All day, every day. So and, it did start in the, in the, so four years ago, 2014, 2015. Yeah. And then it was memes. It's always been like memes, It was memes. Right? And yeah. I was liking people's pictures every night. I was like, okay, a hundred, a uh, hundred people a night. I'm going to like their pictures. Okay. That was like my obsession because it was my um, escape from reality. Like mm-hmm. every morning I would cry in my car before I walked into work because my life was so miserable and I was so depressed but like you had this thing th- on the side. like that's it like I just had this thing like I don't have friends no one liked me at work I mean some people liked me in audit, yeah. but like that was it for me you know mm-hmm. so I was just obsessed with it and I kept doing it but then I would was reading what people wanted so that's how I mean people formed me so I would post a few things and suddenly look in comments and someone's like oh lol her caption but my caption was really short so I was like Oh, they want a caption. Okay, longer caption. So I'm known as like meme queen and I'm known for my captions by Vanity Fair. And it's because people said they liked my captions. So they created me into making longer captions. Someone was like, I saw likes and comments were more on relationship stuff. And I was like, people like that. Posting more of that. So like literally people formed me. So when I formed my alter ego daddy issues, it wasn't me at first. It was this cool girl that I wanted to be. Then slowly I became her. And literally everyone who followed me made me into daddy issues and made me into a confident girl. That suddenly I was like, you know what? I am fucking weird. And like, I like myself now. So now I can help other people feel better about themselves. And now four years later, I'm, I'm, I set up myself apart from daddy issues again. She became my alter ego again. And I call her she, because I've outgrown her. Like, I feel like. She's a little bit more lost than I am. But again, my followers have helped me through this like journey and process of the past four years of like finally finding myself for the first time in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and then 
you know, we, all, we, we could talk to you about like your career forever, but we know people don't need to hear like a TED talk about career. <laughs> but when did you quit the accounting job? Um, eight months after I started Daddy Shoes, I quit my job. But I think June, July, either June 7th or July 7th was my first post. So 2014 or 15. Mm-hmm. And then like the beginning of January, like January 3rd, the first article came up, came out about me and it was written by MTV. And they said how I'm, I mean, new, this new meme account, it's for um, females worldwide Mm -hmm. changing the game and everyone should follow it. And that night, like I grew like 20 to 40,000 followers. That's happened with bros being basic. It blew up like overnight. Yeah. It was MTV. It was Buzzfeed. It was Leak Daily. It was like everybody just, it was a a ton of, I mean, that's yeah how it happens. But they were the first ones to notice me. Mm -hmm. So I was so thankful. And the minute that happened, I was like, I I remember I started crying and I was like, yeah, oh my God. Oh my God. Like this could be a thing. And since I'm an accountant, a few days later, I um, incorporated myself and I became an LLC. Right. <laughs> I created. Absolutely. So you were like this, because we get a lot of emails from girls. People like when we talk about career stuff a lot and like being yeah. scared to leave their job and like having an outlet. So like, was there a day? Was that was that when you left the job? Once I incorporated myself, I told myself I have to like, I, I, I mean, I was in talks with somebody about making income, like a, a client, like a, a brand. To, so I kind of knew um, I'm going to go forward with them and we're going to have a contract for six months, something like that. So that kind of told me, okay, I can pay my rent. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I did need that. And then I quit my job. Uh, yeah. So I think end of January or February 1st, I quit my job. And then I was like, all right, I have to make money or I can't pay rent. Like, let's go. Yeah. And- all right. Well, we are going to just take a quick break and talk about another partner for this episode. Reina. So first of all, what is Buffy? Buffy makes comforters that are better for you and the earth using skin-friendly eucalyptus fabric and fluffy fill made from 100% recycled water bottles. So let me actually tell you about this product because I use this comforter every single day. I Finally, cannot we got you on it. the Buffy. I love it so, so, so much. your ex's comforter. <laughs> <laughs> it's there somewhere. Um, I'll throw it in the trash eventually. <laughs> You've converted. Uh, it is actually, it's the best comforter I've ever slept with. It is made from plant-based fabric and... I didn't know that I needed that, but it makes it ultra breathable. Uh, it's super comfortable in terms of temperature all night long, whether it's cold or hot. But one thing that I really love about this, I've never heard such a thing before, is the comforter is made with re- recycled plastic fill. So basically what that means is they recycle over 3.5 million water bottles per year and use that inside of the comforters. Um, I didn't even know that was possible, yeah, but it's amazing. It makes it incredibly soft and, and just plush and fluffy. Cannot say enough about this. And... I am so confident about this and they are so confident about it that they're going to give you a 30-night trial. They believe that betting is so personal. They offer a complimentary trial um, that you guys can try for 30 days. And if you don't love it, you can return the comforter completely for free. Yeah. Well, I don't need to... I've talked about Buffy before. I've been sleeping on my comforter ever since they sent them to us. They're so comfortable and fluffy. I, I'm sleeping till noon every day. I can't get out of my own bed. It's a problem. I'm they're so, not, you know what I like is they're not heavy. They're, so you'd not, they're think, not. You'd think that they wouldn't be that like insulated, but they're like the perfect temperature. They're the t- perfect temperature. Like I'm a hot sleeper. And so this is perfect for winter, summer. It's amazing. And the fact that it's recycling water bottles, like I can't, I can't even handle it. It's like the perfect comforter. <laughs> 
I posted on my Instagram story one time. People were like, I've heard about this. I want to get one. I'm like, yeah, you should get one. You should. It's not expensive either. Um, and we're going to make it yeah. less money for people. And we have a actually. deal for you guys. So it is $20 off the Buffy comforter. And you guys can visit Buffy.co. That's .co, not .com. And enter the promo code GGE. That's Buffy.co. GGE for $20 off your comforter. And I really hope you guys will check it out. It's awesome. Yes. And let us know. We'll let you DM us on this one. So if you get your Buffy comforter using our code, let us know how you're sleeping because we promise you'll be sleeping better. Also, we want to talk about Hourglass Cosmetics. We are so excited about this makeup brand. I I am using so much stuff. I'm slowly transitioning all my products into Hourglass. We even went to the store in LA. It was so cute. I was like freaking out. I was like using everything. I was like, I have this and this, but I want this and this. It was like so crazy. So their Caution Extreme Lash Mascara is truly groundbreaking. I'm obsessed with the long-lasting formula. It never smudges. So I've officially committed to this Caution Mascara. Their advanced formula, it's completely vegan and never flakes even after wearing it all day. The brush is incredible. It delivers you length, volume, all the things, and helps you get those hard to reach areas like the inner corner and the lower lash line. So I, I'm a huge fan. Like I, I love mascara, but I'm always looking for the best mascara. So I feel like I found it with the Caution mascara. But all across the board, like I'm dying over the lipstick for Hourglass. They have this thing that's like a lip oil that's great for your lips, but also tinted. We tried it in the store. It comes out of this like gold applicator. I mean, we were freaking out. Yeah. I love their packaging. It's really unlike anything I've ever seen before. I use their blush every single day. I've been using it for a really long time. Yeah, Um, You guys know I go to Sephora like every minute of my life to get my makeup done. That's who recommended it. Yeah, Um, exactly. And so I use their blush every day. The lipstick is like, I've never seen packaging like this. Oh my gosh. Really? We can't stress this enough. When (laughs) Raina talked about them before, she was like, the packaging is gorgeous. And I was like, what is she talking about? And then I was like, oh, right. It's insane. It's gold. It's just it's beautiful. It's stunning. Yeah. It's just like, there's a million makeup brands you can choose from um, within a very similar price range. And so I want the stuff that's going to last all day and honestly look really cool when I'm using it. So. Yes. I mean, like you use the stuff, you look rich. So the mascara tube in general, I'm like, you see somebody put that on, you're like, oh, they're rich. So it, it just embodies everything we love about cosmetics. And Hourglass is 100% cruelty-free vegan formula that really works all wrapped up in beautiful, innovative packaging like we won't shut up about. So discover Hourglass like we did and experience unparalleled next generation performance by visiting hourglasscosmetics.com slash GGE and use promo code GGE to get free shipping with your purchase of a full-size caution mascara. That's hourglasscosmetics.com slash GGE promo code GGE. Get the mascara to get the free shipping, but also get all the other stuff too. We promise everything is amazing. Okay. Um, you are like pretty open about, I don't want to be like, are you depressed? But like you have to, not like, right now, do you have, like, not today. We have a lot of people that are like, I have anxiety and I have depression. I would like you guys to talk about it. And I don't know, we haven't really addressed it yet. And it seems like you're something that you're really open about. So we're like, we'll talk about it with you. Um, I work really hard to not be depressed and to not have anxiety. Anxiety still comes to me, but I work really hard to not be depressed, especially if you have ever been diagnosed with depression. Like it doesn't go away. Have you been diagnosed with depression? Yes. Okay. So it's very important for me to constantly be in a positive state of mind, like surround myself with positive people. And it's like a lot of work. So people don't even understand sometimes what it means to work really hard to not be yeah, depressed. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> well, it just means, yeah. So not only am I constantly surrounding myself with positive people, I avoid like anything I think negative energy, even if, or, and I do things that only make me happy. Like mm-hmm. I, like now I put myself first. It's like, or like I make sure sh- I like avoid dating guys that are shitty because for example, beginning of last year, there was this one guy that I dated that 
was very negative and was very depressed. And I was like, oh, let me save you. Because, you know, that's how women are. We want to fix everything. And that was my mistake. Because I can't, I couldn't, you can't help someone, A, that doesn't want help. And B, like, you, you're not a fucking doctor. And like, you can't help someone. Like, stop, you know? And I was... I was subconsciously without realizing taking on so much of his negative energy and so much of his like negativity. So even when we stopped talking, I sunk into depression for like a month or two, like very deep again. And it took me a second to suddenly be like, oh shit, V, like you're very depressed because he affected me so much. And that kind of showed me like, like, okay, I'll tell this to all girls right now. Girls think it's not a big deal, but like when you sleep with someone, if that guy's negative, even and like a bad person, even if they're not telling you negative things when they're sleeping with you they are literally putting their seed or themselves inside of you and you carry that for a month and i'm not even kidding if you google this there's an actual like research stuff that found that you don't fully release you know how you have those thoughts that you're obsessed with a guy after you sleep with him yeah it's oxytocin it's like the chemical yeah but you don't release those thoughts until your next period so that's why you what? have yes. So when a guy when you're when you're fucking a no, we talked about that. we talked about this before. Like the chemical response to a woman having sex with a man is an actual thing. Yes, but also if you're sleeping with someone negative, they you people don't realize that, but they are literally going inside of you. They're literally putting in their negative, negative seeds energy. inside of you. Yes, yeah. and it's so important to make sure that you don't get catch that. I also think I just <laughs> yeah. like when I really care about somebody like the best part about carrying somebody is like that their highs are your highs, but unfortunately their lows are your lows. And like when they are in a shitty place, like you take that on, how could you not? Sometimes as women, we are so desperate to be loved and to be in relationships, especially when you get older, like these days, because everyone else seems so happy is that we jump into these relationships a little too fast. And we want to take on someone's lows a little too fast. Like you got to make sure first that you figured yourself out and then you're good. And that guy didn't deserve for me to take on his, his lows because he yeah. wasn't my fucking boyfriend mm-hmm. and I shouldn't have treated him like he was my fucking boyfriend. But this is that's what we do. Truth. Women want to like save this guy. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't want that anymore. I don't want another fixer up or I want like a complete human. I just think as yes. you grow up, like I think that like I'm in my thirties, you meet people that are a little more fully formed and like, I'm not looking for yeah. like a project. And that's not to say, no. well, he was 30 something. I, I don't think it doesn't matter. Like, right. let's be clear. Like I think these 37 people... year old men out here just, just... <laughs> All right, well, we are going to just take another quick break and talk about another partner for this episode, Reina. I'm excited about this one. Um, uh, yeah. This is a product I've used quite a bit. Um, so we've teamed up with HelloFresh and they're offering everyone in our audience a special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80. It's like receiving eight meals for free and you get $20 off your first four boxes. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to tell you guys more about this. I think it's a really fun product to use. If you don't know what HelloFresh is, they give you pre-portioned ingredients to make meals and there's obviously instructions to make each thing. It takes about 30 minutes and I love the meals. So basically I want to focus on new year, new goals. So maybe in 2019 you want to lose weight, you want to eat healthier, eat fresher. Maybe you just want to learn some recipes and learn how to cook. They make that really, really super simple. Um, I'm obviously somebody who's been in the food world my whole life really, but um, I feel like I still learn stuff from this. And if you're somebody that finds cooking intimidating, I promise you they make this super, super easy and enjoyable. And the stuff is delicious. Um, there's huge amounts of stuff to choose from. They give you a giant menu every single week. So it ranges from all kinds of stuff, which I find really impressive. There's all types of food. There's Italian, there's Thai, there's Mexican, yeah. et cetera. Uh, the thing I cooked the most recently was chicken quesadillas with pineapple. That's Yum. easy enough. 
I know. Like I did tacos one night. I, I did a risotto one night that lasted me like the week. It was this huge pan of risotto. It was so delicious. I just ate it for lunch for the rest of the week. And the thing that I really like about the cards that come is that it's all these like six easy steps and it shows you how to chop, portion, and cook each thing. Yeah. So you have those recipes forever. It yes. Looks you can really make them nice. again. You can make them again. Um, so we're letting you guys take advantage of this amazing offer. I mean, really, really amazing offer. Uh, yeah. Um, for 2019, get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80. Uh, check it out. See what you guys think for yourselves. Um, I hope you will. And um, we're getting back to Violet now. Yeah. I think that people with emotional problems still deserve love and to be dated. Absolutely. You know, I'm not saying that you, you think that yeah. but, or that you do, but like, I'm not saying every person that has emotional issues is a trash no, person. No, we all have that. But like, I think that it's hard at this age but to if take some, on a project. But if someone doesn't you know? want to fix themselves, it doesn't want to help you and it's you can tell they're job. a trash person and they're sure. bringing you down right. to make themselves feel good, like that's a problem. Right. But now I, okay. So anyway, after that, like when I realized like, oh shit, he's affecting me. It took me like, I would say two months or maybe a month or two months to really brush it off to understand what's happening. And after that, I was like, oh my God, like I can't, every time I meet a boy and it doesn't work out, I feel like I forget my, like I lose myself for a second. Yeah. Right away. A, a lot of girls regret, get like that. Like regress. Is that the word? Digress? Yes. You're like, Go wait, back in who, time. Am, who am I? Yeah. You forget for a second. Like who am I for a second? It cancels out the work you've been doing on yourself. So part of working on not being depressed is that I was like, from now on, I have to force myself to be happy. So sometimes things were not, did not go my way. And I make an Instagram story and I was just like, okay guys, so this and this happened, but like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Like I'm still being positive. I didn't feel like that, but I said that to be positive for everyone else. And the weirdest thing started to happen. The more I pretended to be happy, the more I actually became happy. Mm -hmm. Like I felt happy after I faked it. And I started to learn like, oh, that that's helping me. And then like some days I wake up and I'm not happy. So then I go look in the mirror and I would literally look in the mirror and I'd be like, you have such a good heart. You're such a good person. I'm like talking to myself and I know it sounds funny, but like I would literally like, I, I'm, I don't like compliments, especially to me. So I would like get uncomfortable and then I want to cry. So then I'd be like, okay, fine, just cry. And then I'm just like, <laughs> you're so cute and you have a good heart <laughs> and you're a good person. And then I just felt better about myself and I was happy. And well, it's yeah. like a self-fulfilling Affirmations. prophecy. I love that. I, I, yes. I feel happy. I feel happy. Then you are happy. And it's so helpful. So like all these things, surrounding yourself with good people, good friends, doing things that make you happy. If it's like masturbating, like I love masturbating, masturbate a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the That's We should hobby. talk about masturbating. How often do you masturbate? Um, I try to masturbate once a day okay sometimes a few times a day but like it doesn't work out but sometimes like, it's like once a week if i'm too busy which is annoying <laughs> but, but they say I people try. that have more orgasms are happier are people happier. that have more sex i try to masturbate well, every when day I, when i masturbate and have an orgasm i'm like oh, why am i not doing this every day you know if it's been a couple days and I, then you're like why am i not doing this every day do you go through i go through waves where i'll masturbate same. every day for like weeks oh, and then i won't even touch yes, it for like a week same. and a half yes. but then okay. you go, when you go back to it and you're like why wasn't i doing this yesterday Right, I wasn't doing anything all morning. All I did was watch the news. I couldn't have masturbated while I watched the news. Like, just what like, are you masturbating to when you watch the news? CNN. Usually, I just like pause <laughs> the morning news and like with my coffee, and I smell like the hazelnut from my coffee. Is there anybody even to masturbate to on the news? Anderson? No, I mean he's gay. Um, I guess you could no, still masturbate I, to him. I don't but. even watch the news. I don't. I, I have oh, a Jake Tapper. I like. I'll masturbate to Jake oh, Tapper. Jake Tapper's cute. I Do don't, you guys not watch porn? I only masturbate personally <laughs> currently, so it changes. But we're, right we're now in my life, news. And she's like, <laughs> okay, losers. You guys are masturbating to CNN. Ever well, heard of porn? <laughs> research. Research found that women masturbate to fantasies and memory. Absolutely. What's and I men masturbate to, masturbate to porn. A hundred percent. And like, I even 
I'm not going to share which memory it is, but like I have a solid go-to memory from an ex of mine, like a super hot sexual encounter that like I'll cue up. Really? Yeah. I have such bad memories that sometimes when I try to do (laughs) memories, like the other day I tried to masturbate, but like in my head, I was just like trying to focus so hard that my, in my brain, like it was just switching off between the guys that I've dated, like anyone to try to like get me off. And I too. I like mine it. I'm like, and I was going to come up next. And I was just like, get your memories in order. And I was just like switching off the different guys. And I was like, ah, fuck, I hate all of them. I can't come <laughs> so i couldn't I, I maybe i distilled it sometimes i like <laughs> porn we don't talk do you watch porn no it's not I mean, i'm kind of i feel like i should get more into it no i mean not if you don't want to i go what your, what's your zodiac sign cancer okay what's yours i'm a gemini so. is this like there's different porns for di- there's different porn categories for different like zodiac signs oh no this i was totally asking because she was done with the conversation no i was asking because like <laughs> scorpios are very sexual known to be sexual so like yeah. i watch porn i like that stuff yeah but I'm I'm sexual with like a partner. Like I also like to date. I like I like to be kinky with a partner. I don't like I wouldn't be kinky with like various a random person. Yeah. I wish I could, but like I just would get emotionally attached too fast or obsessive. I so totally like the guy the guy like it goes inside of me and right away I'm like, when am I meeting your parents? And then he's, you know. So let me ask you this. Out. I'm curious about this. If you've dealt with like anxiety and depression, do you have to watch yourself to make sure you're not looking to someone else to make you happy? Like, have you dealt with in the past where you're like, I have to make sure I love myself and I'm totally happy within myself before I yeah. date somebody I seriously? Yeah. Question. But it's it's crazy now that when I date guys now, like I've noticed more recently, the guys that I've dated, I've gotten over them. Usually like I can date a guy for a month and then it would take me two months to get over that person mm-hmm. because... I start questioning myself, like, why doesn't he like me, blah, blah. And I think I even wrote a blog called, um, why don't you like me? Or why don't you, or no, a boy doesn't want me and it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's like a little cute poem. Maybe uh-huh. you can read it later. It's so cute. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'll look it, I'll look it up in a second. But, um, and that was like the beginning of the year. But for some reason now, I feel like when I learned more to be more confident, I'm getting like, I was talking to a guy for two months and it took me a week to get over him. Right. And you, that was very well, you're different you're probably just like, love yourself more, right? Like you're happier with yourself. Yes. But then of course it's your it's ego. It's not like, oh, you need a guy to complete me. No, but it's your ego that comes in. Like how, like it was more like, how dare you not fucking like me? Like, are you kidding me? But, or like, why does he like this girl? And then you want to compare yourself to this girl. And then you're just like, wait, you know what? That guy's a loser. If he doesn't like me, like what right, a fucking has nothing loser. to do with you i think as you get older we all get that i certainly yeah. have or i used to like analyze every single thing about yeah. like the next person my ex is dated and things like yes. that and now i'm just like i don't know like i think i'm a cool fun girl i'm not the prettiest girl that's ever lived but like we don't the, put yourself we, down no i'm just i i know i'm not a 10 i know what i am i'm smart you're I'm never fun. gonna be but that's i'm thing. never gonna be the you're greatest. never gonna be the prettiest girl like you have no idea how many times like i feel confident in the morning and then like afternoon or night i'm just scrolling through instagram and there's like beautiful girls like literally every day a new one is born it's insane and like they keep coming younger and younger these 14 year olds have tits they're like up to their like chins yeah. and you're just like r.i.p R- my perky tits i'll get a new but one but like but like there's so many pretty girls so i have moments that i'm like in the morning i feel so confident and then by afternoon or night i'm just like fuck like there's another pretty girl another pretty girl like this is why this boy won't like me or like i can't compete like oh my god her eyes are so wide like this girl's hair is so long like oh my god like i, I don't look like that and then you're just like it's exhausting. Well, first of all, it's all fake. But what I was also going to say was, like, is, I think as yeah. you get older, you just learn that it's not personal. If somebody doesn't like you, you're not going to change your whole life for them. Yeah. It's and not I personal. start to look about guys who get in serious relationship. And I'm, sa- I'm not saying they don't choose those very beautiful Instagram models that are on the internet. They're showing their ass or boobs, whatever they're doing, like for yeah. themselves or from whomever. 
But I have noticed guys who have been dating more seriously, I start to look and they end up, for some reason, when they're sitting and liking all those Instagram models' pictures, they end up dating the more like regular looking girl. Not that I'm saying, again, there's anything bad about either thing. Yeah. But it kind of told me that looks are not everything. And I've talked about even with my guy friends who said, yes, those girls are nice to look at, but like a lot of them... Like it's a personality. Like after two minutes, yeah. you can't care. Come, not. I mean, obviously, it, you want to feel better, and you just hope like every beautiful girl is just so fucking annoying. You're like, yes, right, yeah. so vapid. So I'm empty. sure like there's so many beautiful girls that are just like amazing, and that's great. But there's a the perfect match for every person out there. So you just can't sit and compare yourself to every other person. You're, you're just like. It's too painful. You're literally just hurting yourself. Right. Well, okay. We, we're going to end up playing this. I'm just watching the time. So we, we're going to end up playing this game with you. But really quickly, I want to like talk about your dating life. Are you dating? Not at the moment. Okay. Although I recently decided. Like you decided against it or you're like open? No. You're like. A- I know. I feel like I'll be too open to admit this. Okay. So I was dating a lot the past. 2018, I did like almost like every other month or every two months or whatever, because I was trying to for research and I just like was trying to speed it up, like the dating process to figure out what I like, what I don't like. It's been really helpful. Anyway, and then ended up being like some shitty guys, some okay guys, none of them were a match. Um, So then this year, I haven't started dating yet, but in my head, I decided I picked who's (laughs) going to be my future husband. He just doesn't know it. You picked the person specifically? Okay. I literally saw this person. I looked at that person and the minute they walked up to me in my head, I go, that's going to be my husband. In a, in a, in a public place. And it was like fucking McDonald's. Like, where did you see this person? I don't want to give too much information. That's okay. But you've met this person? You met him. Yeah. It's not like a person on It literally sounds like I'm being a joke. I'm doing a joke or a bit, or it's like a daddy issues moment. But like that happened to me recently. Will that person become my husband? I don't know. But in my head, I was like, that's going to be my husband. I just decided it. So I'm not like pursuing it right now because I don't have time. I'm working. But I feel like that guy's, that's going to be it. And I'm going to marry this person. So I'm chilling. Does he have a girlfriend? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Do you know his, you know his name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. First and last. I don't even know if we're like a good match. Like we've never dated. We've never hooked up. But I just made a decision. When I, I like saw his, him. look, I decide this about a guy every What's month. The next, and then uh, okay, I'm always I mean, like let down. So like good for you if that works out for you. every month. But I I've never that. thought Do you that. have a move? Or are you just like the universe will take care of the it? The universe will take. Because I've never thought of that about a guy before. So are you, are you considering yourself off the market? <laughs> no, no. I'm still going to date. Because maybe I imagine someone asked you out. You're like, I'm taken. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm still going to date. But that's so funny. Imagine I was like, no. So currently I'm taken. He just doesn't know know me. But um, we have a long future together. As soon as I introduce myself, you're still open. And how do you date? Like, do you do 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 the apps or no? Um, the past year, I di- 2019, I dated by either... In the beginning, it was like this dating app called Raya. I mm-hmm. met a few guys off of that. And then like my confidence, I was just like being so good to myself. Then then I'd be like, I think a guy's cute. I just DM them. So okay. how do you find them? You what just you, like on your yeah, score I see someone on Instagram that I think From is Violet cute. From Violet Benson, somebody yeah. with a million followers just slides into their DM. Yeah. What do you well, say? Usually, what do you open with? Everyone in 2018 that I've dated has been in the same industry as me. Okay. In entertainment. Okay. Okay. So, so you're not, it's not some random like no. guy that works at Salesforce. <laughs> not we, that there's anything wrong with that, but no. we just always use Salesforce. <laughs> we love Salesforce. Like we have tons of friends that work it there. Was, it's our go-to standard job. 2018, I dated more, I dated like athletes, musicians, actors, because I was like 
all my model friends are doing it. Like I deserve it. Like I want to try this out too. And then by the end of the year, I was like, you know what? I deserve so much better than this. Mm-hmm. I don't because dating guys entertainment, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them happen to be sleazy or they kind of make you feel kind of alone or confused all the time. Yeah. And they're cheating on you. It's kind of like a lifestyle you have to be okay with. And I'm not okay with that. So I want like love, like I want real love. And sometimes I'm like, am I going to die alone because this real love doesn't exist anymore? Have you I don't been know. really in love before? I used to think Good I question. was, but I don't think so. How what was like what was the story there? Do you mind me asking? Were you in a long term relationship? Yeah, I was on and off with someone for like six, seven years. Oh wow, like a really long time. But it was only we were so toxic for each other and we stayed together because of our egos. We were so wrong for each other and we made each other miserable. And we kept getting back together because we just didn't want the other person to be with someone else. And we literally, and he cheated on me all the time and I was psycho and we loved making each other's life miserable and we had great sex. And I think towards the end, I like hated when he would even talk. Like, so he would talk and I would just be like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, why are they having sex? Or like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Because I hated him just, so yeah, much. Like, like, talk, but once toxic. I started daddy issues and I started like working on myself and loving myself too, more, like I completely ended it and I never looked back and I, he's married now. Okay. So I feel like me moving on really helped him move on too. You did him a favor. So if you yeah. have to fuck, marry, kill athletes, musicians, actors, what's your choice? Like, I want to know who's Ooh, the worst. Like, love this. Um... Athletes, musicians, or actors? <laughs> Shoot, because the musicians part, there's one really terrible person and one really great person. Oh. So that's really one? hard. But fuck, definitely athletes. Okay. With a condom. <laughs> without without <laughs> yes. a doubt. Use two and a dental dam. Yeah. Uh, like wear a whole like suit. Hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> like you're an Orthodox Jew, just like cut a hole in the hazmat suit, yeah. slip a dental dam yeah. in it, and a condom. Because yeah. everyone should get the experience, like what a like six, nine foot body feels yeah. on top of you. I'm actually, like, Ash is masturbating That's all right I did. now. That's all I did in college was fuck athletes. All right. Good fuck, for you. Fuck okay, athletes. so fuck athletes. You can relate. And then um, kill, I guess, actors. Why? I, yeah. And marry musicians. I, I, I figured that was what we were. Why we were kill the go, actors? You were go with. Because I'm actors with can be curious. sociopaths because you don't know what you're working with because they're acting for a living. So they're just <laughs> yeah. like pretending to be someone else all the time. Musicians Zero interest in actors. are writers like me. And I'm a writer. A lot of musicians are writers. So I'm more in tune with my emotions because I like to write. So musicians are just like. They're a little emo. They're emo. And I love it. Then we're both like, we can just like fuck and cry and fuck and cry and then fuck while crying and then <laughs> yeah. cry while fucking. And they can write you a song. Ooh. And just like, I like the creativity of it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think musicians, yeah, probably more emotional issues, but actors, sociopath. Yeah. Like, usually a lot. It's it's like a known thing that like some actors are legit sociopaths. Yeah. So are you, what? what's your ideal? What, we don't need to ask you detail defining details about your new man but like do you do you like he doesn't even know he's my man your man your man your man man. you see that's my favorite meme congratulations to all the girls who got over the man who's not the man (laughs) right and we both have like a man who's not our man i made that meme you did it's organic (laughs) original i love that oh my god you created my favorite meme yeah um yeah i have a man who's not my man right now oh but he knows you dating. We spend like a ton of time together. <laughs> oh, mine doesn't know we're dating. Well, he knows, no, they're not dating. He knows that we hang out a lot and we uh, talk a lot. He knows that we're not having sex with each other. Oh, okay, he's, just, got he's it. aware of it. So do you, are you good with like a regular dude? What do you want? You want just like, I want, would you date an accountant? <laughs> yeah. At this point in my life, I realized that 
I dated guys entertainment for fun just to see what it's like. But like, it's very rare to find like a good one in, in my opinion, in that type of industry. And I think that's why a lot of times entertainment, like you end up being single for a while in that type of industry, or like you end up getting cheated on and they, you, you see how those celebrity couple, couples constantly moving on with someone new. Mm. And I think it's exciting and it's fun, but like, it's like either do I want that or do I want love? And I really do want love. I feel like I'm, deep inside when I'm not showing my Russian, my Russian ways where we're kind of cold. It, I'm a very loving person. I just want to be loved. I want to love back and I have so much love to give. I want to, I want to find someone I can give that to them and I can't, and I can be myself with. Right. And I, at this point now I'm not looking, I wouldn't date someone from the same industry as me. I would date someone in, um, behind the scenes. So whether yeah. they're an accountant, an attorney. Can I ask you a question? This yeah. is a very specific question. Do you feel like, do you worry about the people that you date because they might use you for yes. like your level I really want to know this. of I mean, you, you've built like a, two huge businesses. Like, do you worry that people like look at your level of celebrity and they might use you? And is that like, um, you, or they just like you because they think you're famous, you know, like yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, I do have that worry, which is like kind of shitty because a it's annoying someone's today being daddy issues. Cause sometimes some of my jokes are more extreme and all that. And like, I don't want to date someone that I constantly have to explain myself. Like, Hey, this meme isn't about you or like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm acting extra crazy right now. This is just to be funny. Yeah. Don't take it personally. It's annoying. If I had to repeat myself and be like a lot of guys want to date me because it's the idea of me. You know how in, in gone girl, she talks about the cool girl. Yeah. Daddy issues literally is the cool girl. Daddy issues talks about anal, about fucking mm-hmm. sucking dick, getting on your knees, like getting drunk, like being wild. Um, getting crazy over you because she likes you so much. And, you know, it's like, it's so yeah. great. And a lot of times these guys that want to date me because they like the image they and they don't want to get to know, like, my fears and, like, they don't want to get to know the real me. So I think I had instances where I go out with someone and they like me because it's exciting. But the minute I get real or I'm annoyed or I'm a regular person or, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm a regular person, suddenly they're just, like, bored because I'm not giving them like the anal talk that they're looking for, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it can hurt my feelings. And one thing, one of the instances last year that actually hurt my feelings, and I can't believe I'm sharing this, um, is that I was out with a few friends with, and one of my guy friends and we we're out. And then I was like, hey, um, I hooked up with one of the guys on your show a few months ago. And he goes, wait, babe, I know exactly who like and he said the name and I was like, wait, how did you know? He goes, oh, cause I guess after you guys hooked up, he came up to me when we we're on set and he was like, yo bro, you know, daddy issues. I fucked her. <sighs> and I was like, <laughs> I just got chills all I, over my body. Like, that would happen to that. us. That would be like, oh, you know, that chick that runs bros being basic. Like I fucked her. Yeah. Like it just, I feel like feel for you. Like, and I, mean, I know your like, account's bigger, but no, but like I, I made, that made me feel bad. Like, uh, I feel for you with that. It was it was obviously me, and I was like, oh my god, thank God it, it didn't work out with that guy because that's uh. like messed up. But it's because daddy issues. It's it's this like I think boys look at it like a all their girlfriends and ex girlfriends follow daddy issues. So if they bang me, their ex kids are gonna get jealous. Like a lot of times, mm. guys DM me and they're like, can I take you on vacation to make my girlfriend or my ex girlfriends jealous? Like shit like that. Because I think women already feel like an object, and this yes. diminishes you even further into it an does. object. You're just a Instagram account. But it's also like, to me, you have a separate whole giant account of that's just you. So it's weird that people like, to me, Daddy Issues is like this meme account that's your business that you started. Like, it's not Violet Benson anymore because Violet Benson's like its own Instagram. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, that's going too deep. But that's that's why it's important. Like, that's why. 
it's important to just surround your and sometimes even guys that you date in entertainment because hands out guy was an actor or like the last guy that i dated was a social last guy I dated was kind of a social climber and then like we stopped talking the next day he found someone else that like was more famous than me mm-hmm. and i was like oh cool that's that's what that's it's what about and i was like all right but now you just have to take it and keep moving like you can't I'm not going to like let like, oh, poor me. He wanted to use me. You know what? Like, yeah, I was a fucking idiot. I didn't see it. I'm going to see it next time. But You're I'm also not, not going to close off fault. my heart. Yeah. You're not an idiot people. for not. I always say this on the show. Women should be allowed to enjoy themselves. Women should be allowed when a guy likes them to just enjoy and not it. have to be skeptical of right. everybody to yeah. think like this guy likes me because i'm pretty and smart and fun not because they want something from exactly. me exactly like women and honestly how pathetic that's and i'll be so honest i find it so fucking pathetic that anyone would try to go out with someone else because they have followers on instagram I mean, or because they have a yeah. check check mark like how sad is your <laughs> fucking mark. life that that's why you want to go out with someone like literally <laughs> so what true. is even followers i think that i think that somebody looks at you are like Ashley. I'm not going to sit and be like, oh, we're all famous. But I think Ashley and I have a cool job. We sell out all these live shows. We do this big class. I think somebody looks at it and thinks that you're cool, but you're a novelty to I them. I just feel like you know? I'm such a regular person. And like right. I have nothing. Like I don't even think about the amount of followers I have. I'm just doing my job every day, and I'm just being myself. And sometimes people know who I am because they appreciate my work, and I'm so thankful for that. And that's it. And I'm not gonna. And if someone I ever dated someone that then said like. It's so cool that your daddy issues. I told my friends, and I'll be like, "Get the fuck out of my house." I totally. That's the. <laughs> I that is it's my worst fear, and especially for me, like mine's even worse because these guys want to be on the account. Like I have an account of men, so these guys like want to be a part of it and like be featured. And it's just like I know guys have hung out with me because that before, you know. Like I feel like we've all been there. I feel like I've been there. Yeah. Like one of the musicians, the guys that I liked, and like in the beginning of the year that ended up being so negative, I like was like, oh, I can put your new song on my, oh my, on, God, my no. on my playlist. But that's also normal. And you like, should be allowed to like be proud of your partner and promote sure. them and not feel like you're being used. Right. You don't realize you that don't. you're being used because you're just like, mm-hmm. but again, don't do that shit in my opinion anymore big, until that's your man. Until it's your boyfriend. Thank you so much. Like, and again, this isn't going to resonate with everybody, but like that is my exact thing. I'm not helping you until we're boyfriend, girlfriend. But that, like, that is a just Start, thing. You Even start if, giving people all these things. You don't have an Instagram following to use that as like, true. don't be doing all this shit for people that ain't your man. <laughs> yes, okay? and I always say that and then I'm the dumb bitch that does it. Yeah, wow. So <laughs> no, but it's fine because it's so much easier to give advice than to actually follow. Of course it, it is. No, of course it is. But like I, we got this email um, and these it was, we did the episode about commitment and this girl was just like, and I don't blame her because we've we've all wanted to write this email. She's like, we spend all of our time together and it's basically we're dating. He's over here all the time. I met his friends and his family. Of course, I do all these things for him. Why won't he commit to me? It's like he's not your man. Okay, so every week we play a game with somebody. We thought this one would be really funny for you. Um, we had a listener submit this. So we play this game called Power Move or Psycho. And we have Psycho or Power Move. We play this game called Psycho or Power Move. Maybe she's dyslexic. I'm I'm improvising, guys. Um we have people send us the craziest things they've ever done and we judge it's whether called power move or psycho. Well it's psycho. called psycho or power move. It's fine. Oh guys. shit, sorry. The whole game's ruined. I'm dyslexic. Um but if we, you're dyslexic, it's called power move or psycho. <laughs> psycho or power move. <laughs> they both think it's a P and it doesn't diminish the importance of the game. Okay, go. All right, so we got emails. We're gonna read them to you and you're gonna decide if it is a power move or if it's psycho. Okay. Which one do you want to start with? I screenshot me thinking a guy is my husband, even though he doesn't Actually, know it. I love this. You already did yours. 
<laughs> I guess it's psycho, but once I marry him, you guys will, it will say be it's the a power, power move. move. So when you guys, when you get a ring on the finger, come back. We'll have you back. Yes. And then we're going <laughs> to. And it's going to be a power move. Well, it's good because we wanted to ask if you had any, but you, are, you, have, you already shared You already it. did yours. <laughs> All right. Psycho or power move. I was sleeping with a guy in university. So they're British, right? That's how people, they say it. I was sleeping with this guy in university and was ghosted by him. I knew it wasn't going anywhere, but regardless, kind of like the dude, I was offended when he ghosted me. My friends and I were driving around one night in the city and we're talking and I jokingly said I should take a dump on his front lawn because he was a piece of shit. My friends were, <laughs> my, what the fuck? My friends were all for it and we're not really rational beings. So we stopped the car. I got out and left a huge sizzling shit on the welcome mat while my friends hysterically laughed in the car and watched. <laughs> Recounting this gives me the chills because it was a really good shit. It was smooth, no wipe. So basically the most satisfying shit of all time. I know Raina loves a good shit. So psycho or power move. The shit on the welcome mat. Well, what do you think? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so shocked. Um, yo, what the fuck? No. I mean, do you guys want to say power move? Okay, here's the thing. I don't... I would say psycho. But I question funny. the validity of this because I just couldn't... I'm just not savage enough to take a shit like that. I just, like, I feel too much pressure and yeah, to, like, do too. it. All but... your friends are watching from the car. <laughs> when I was in high school, this one boy was really rude to my friend and he treated her like shit. So we were really drunk and I we were, like, uh, someone was driving who was sober and we were driving off in the car. And I got out of the car and I was like, wait, that's that guy's car. And I got out and I peed on his car. Pee I could do. Oh and then God, I amazing. got back in and that was revenge for my friend. Pee I could do. I've like peed on guys' beds in a do friend Do I house. think it was, uh, like, would it be a different story if I was 30 years old doing it? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be like, bitch, you good? Like, are you okay? You know what makes it less It's funnier psycho. when you're 15 and you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. You no. know what? It's less psycho because right, she's college. with her friends. Like, it's yeah. funny that you, if you did it by yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> literally are in your apartment and you're like you know what I got a shit so I'm gonna go over to Billy's house and shit on his doorstep that's like, insane you like eat a bunch of Indian food and you're like you know what I'm gonna go over <laughs> and shit on this guy's doorstep and I mean yeah you're right it's funnier because it's like a funny thing to do it's right because she did it with her friends and she's clearly university she, she could still be 19 doing this I'm at the point in my life now I'm just always so tired like I can't do <laughs> I stuff like I this wait my ex-boyfriend used to cheat on me so much when we were younger that one time he texted me and he was like and I was so stupid and oblivious he was like hey V do you have that dick pic of mine that I sent you before can you send it to me and I was like why do you need it? I don't get it. And he goes, what the fuck? Just fucking send me the dick pic. I just want to have it so I can look at it. And it was literally <laughs> to send it to other girls. And I was like, oh, uh, oh, okay, babe, my bad. And I sent it to him. So, can so I can look at it? So I can look at my own <laughs> dick? I, it was I, to I send it to other girls, obviously. I need a minute with this one. That is so <laughs> crazy. You know it's so he can send it to other girls. Fuck that guy. And you still sent it. Oh that my, is like, you know uh, what, babe? You can have it. He's getting Take like so back. pissed. He's like, because I want to fucking look at it. Just send me the fucking dick pic. It's my dick. It's just my send dick. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. And I was like 19. And I was just like, oh, oh all right. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> right, you're 19. You're just getting guilted into this. And then, and then every time I'd be like, "Hey, are you?" Send me back the dick. <laughs> I did. It's my dick. And and every time I'd be like, "Are you? Are you cheating on me? What's happening?" He goes, "Oh my god, for you to the fact that you even think that I would ever cheat on you, yeah. but 
if we don't have trust, we don't have anything. <laughs> this is a scumbag and, monologue. Yeah. And the fact that you don't even say that to me just proves to me, you know what? I'm going to need some time for myself. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I made that, you feel that the, way. The most, cra- the crazier they are. My friend dated a guy for years, or I don't know, for years, that was like a secret sociopath. He was married with kids. And so yeah. every time she started to pick up on clues and like confront him, he went, wild he was like how could you not trust me and then turned it around on her like how could you not trust me and he's like oh my of course the, 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 the crazier that's always are. when someone's cheating on you then they're more like then they always think you're cheating on them and that's when they also overreact <laughs> yes and you're like over, but they turn it around on you like that's just a like standard a sociopath move 100 remember like, that guy? you confront a guy about something and he somehow flips the exactly script. yeah i never talk about this guy on the show but i dated somebody i really liked for a while i went out with his friends one night not with him and like his past of lies just came like pouring down like his friends didn't mean to throw him under the bus it was just like I said a thing and they were like well that's not that ever happened Ooh. and then like because the one thing didn't happen the other thing couldn't happen so anyway right. so are you guys together him, now yeah, we're getting married. <laughs> he's the one that got away <laughs> he's the one that got away we're getting married like you and the guy that you haven't met <laughs> yeah. yet I you guys should wait. double date <laughs> <laughs> with so, your men it's so funny because i'm like legit 100 percent serious about this guy no, that we i can't, was like we, we know. that's husband. why it's funny you gotta keep us um when i confronted this guy i think i said one sentence i was like so i heard some interesting things about you the the level of ballistic he went on me was so crazy calling me names and swearing at me you just know when somebody's he's like the one Oh, I'm sorry. This was going somewhere else. Oh, okay. My bad. (laughs) Whoa, I completely read this completely wrong. When you know, you know. All right. So, (laughs) should we wrap up? Yeah, I want to thank you for being here, and I want to plug all your Do things. All your talk about, oh my like, God, thank you what guys you have coming so much up. for having me. Yeah. I had so much fun and just for being here. Just so, so we're clear, we're like sitting on beds in this hotel room. Like this has been very casual. It's just like yeah. a sleepover. Actually, was like, please make sure they have a conference room at the hotel. Did you ask them about a conference room? Today, I was like, she's just like a normal, normal girl. girl. We can I was sit like, on you're right. Fuck it. <laughs> we just she, don't know. Not she doesn't wants deserve to. special treatment. <laughs> let's make sure it's by the dumpsters. <laughs> Violet, well, we sit on the dumpster. That's where you belong. Also, just like let's be clear, we're. As New Yorkers, we're used to teeny tiny hotel rooms where we'd all be like crouched on a oh. single bed. So at least this is spacious. Yeah. We yeah. got you a conference room. We decided you should sit on a bed. This is ca- this oh, is great, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. This is, I'm good with anything. The dream. And I was, you know, eating my cucumbers and <laughs> having my water. I laid on the bed a few times. It's been really relaxing. Great. Okay. Um, where do you tell, where everyone where can, can find everybody you? Find they already you. know, but. So yeah, I have my Instagram, Viola Benson. I also have my other Instagram, Daddy Issues underscore. Um, I have my shop, Shop Daddy Issues, but okay. it's I'm changing it up to more limited edition things once a few couple of months because I don't have time to fully run it. But some dope stuff, very feminist stuff on there. And uh, this year, people should be looking forward to seeing me having a show on IGTV, Snapchat, and on TV. On a regular television. Yeah. You wow. can't announce it yet. I mean, is it under wraps? <laughs> they should be yes. looking for it. And I'd love um, them to look for me on TV. <laughs> also, you're going to be getting engaged this year? Um, oh, yes, yes. I may be getting engaged this year. So look <laughs> so out we'll for that. we'll be planning that. your wedding. Stay tuned for the... Are you think you'll do it on your TV show that you can't announce? <laughs> no, no, no. The TV will be like me as a host. So okay. it's not like a reality TV show. But maybe we'll get married on it. Who knows? (laughs) I mean, stay tuned. Um, I don't know who our sponsors will be yet for the wedding, but... We like Zola for wedding (laughs) registries. (laughs) We do. We really like them. Uh, He 
he doesn't even know I'm even considering him. But he's so lucky that I'm even considering him. <laughs> honestly, he should feel so lucky. He's so lucky we're getting married this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to have kids with him. Oh, do you want kids? Yes, I okay. haven't even asked him yet if he wants kids. I don't so know how to sneak he, it in. It's because you haven't talked to him about like, like hey, what's your anything? last name? Do you want kids? Um. Yeah, so just look out for me. I just want to make sure to just be everywhere. So I'll be like super fucking annoying. And then everyone's like, do you know daddy? She's, yeah, I know daddy. She's so annoying. I see her everywhere. And it's like, good. Mission accomplished. So there look out for me and my face and my voice. God bless. <laughs> All right, guys. You can look out for us on Instagram at Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. You can always go to our website, girlsgottoeatpodcast.com for tickets, merchandise, up to the minute, every single thing, probably. Up to the minute. Yeah. Okay. About Ooh. shows. Subscribe, rate, review. Thank you so much for having me again. It's Thank really you. fun. Thank you. This is a blast. All right. All right bye, guys. It. Bye, guys. Have, Have a good week. week. Bye. <laughs>